Today is Wednesday, November 15th, and we're taking things one day at a time here on the Outside the Oval podcast, the newest running experience on the internet. And today we're trying a little something different. Not only is today the first episode of Outside the Oval being published on a Wednesday, but in honor of the NCAA Cross Country National Championship being run on Saturday, I'm proud to be hosting a live fantasy cross country nationals draft with three, two of my friends, and I'll introduce them to you. First, we have Christian Stevens, who runs for the University of Cincinnati. Christian will be picking first today, and he's been on the show before to talk some fantasy cross country since he's unfortunately going to be in the toilet bowl of my actual fantasy cross country league that we have. Uh, Christian, thanks for joining me today. Thanks, guys, for trying to do a better job picking people this time. <laughs> Absolutely. And alongside Christian, we have Andy Payne. Uh, once upon a time, Andy also participated in my fantasy cross-country league, but it was more so a little bit of a failed experiment. We tried to get some of the fastest runners in Ohio together, but it's kind of hard for me without a true formula um, to run two leagues at the same time. So unfortunately, that league went by the hayside after week one. But here we are again, Andy joining us for the Nationals cross-country fantasy draft. Andy, thanks for joining me today. Absolutely. Super excited to have you both here. Try something different. And as you both know, I'm very passionate passionate about cross country and uh, kind of really taken off with this fantasy cross country idea. But real quickly, I'll explain how this works and we're going to get started. Since there are three of us, we're going to keep this simple. We're going to draft rosters of eight with just one twist being that you have to draft one female runner as well. So your scoring seven will consist of men. However, in the event of a tie, your female selection will be used as a tiebreaker. You can draft that female at any point during the draft, but at some point you have to choose one. And we're going to make this snake draft. And like I told you guys before, we're going to start with Christian, who did win the lottery before we started recording and follow him with myself and then Andy. And then Andy's going to pick at the turn and also pick fourth. Um, so that's how the snake draft's going to go. Hopefully that didn't confuse you guys too much, but I think I explained it pretty well before we recorded. So we should be ready to go. And uh, Christian, if you're ready, you're on the clock. So who are you going to take number one, kicking off this fantasy cross-country nationals draft? Uh, could you explain why as well? Yeah. So my first pick is going to be Nico Young of NAU. He was fourth here as a true freshman. Um, he knows the course. He's a gamer. I think NAU is starting to actually come around really well. So I think Nico Young's very like solid pick. He could possibly win, but I think at a minimum, he's top three. Good pick by Christian, taking Nico Young number one. I'm going to follow him up next, taking Alex Mayer at the two spot because there has been no one as consistent as Mayer this season. Uh, he's been very impressive with two race wins at the Cowboy Jamboree uh, and the Big 12 Championships. And not only that, but he has home course advantage at Nationals. And in my eyes, I see Mayer as the favorite. So moving forward, Andy, you have picks three and four. Who are you taking and why? Yeah, all right. So uh, for my first pick, I'm going to go with uh, Charles Hicks from Stanford. Um, in the past several seasons of, like, outdoor and cross-country, we've seen him finish really far up in uh, national meets. His 10 KPR is something amazing. I think it's 27.47. Um, I, I think it's uh, – and I sort of – I view him as, as a strength guy. I, um, I 
who knows what he himself would say about that. But I, I, I think he's the type of guy who could really handle the hills and uh, do well on a course like that. So, yeah, that's my first pick is Charles Hicks. And then my second pick um, is Isai Rodriguez. Um, he's been he's been good for a really long time. He's been good for longer than most of the guys that we're going to talk about today. Um, he got fourth in 2018, which was my freshman year of college. And, and, um, and he was, I think his 3,200 PR in high school was like 924 or something, just something. I, and, and he's just, yeah, just done amazing in Oklahoma state. And he, I, I, he's had some adversity. I know he got in a car accident there at one point had some other injuries and stuff, but we saw him win uh, regionals. So um, that's why I, I'm considering him back, and I, I, I could I could see him running the race. So that's my second. Absolutely. I think it's smart going with the kid from Stillwater. He's going to have experience on the course. And like you said, Charlie Hicks, not only is he a strength guy on the track and on the, on the course, but you know what you're going to get out of Hicks. You're probably going to get a top five performance, and that's going to help your fantasy team regardless. I love those two picks. And Rodriguez, certainly an interesting one. Did not see that one coming, which opens the door for me with my fifth pick. I'm going to take Victor Kiprop uh, from Alabama. He's been undefeated this year, and he's probably had the most impressive season. And I see Christian reacting. That might not be who you're expecting either. But he's he's won the Joe Pine Invitational SEC Champion, and then he just won the South Region. He's beaten Dylan Jacobs three times. Um, I really like Kiprop this season. So we're going to go with Kiprop. Christian, we're going to move on to you with number six and seven. I definitely was surprised by that pick. I'm going to be honest. But with my pick uh, sliding down, I'm going to take Kai Robinson. He won Nutty Comb this year in an absolutely loaded field. I mean, that was basically Nationals without a few guys. So I think taking Kai is a really smart, sound pick. I mean, he's with that Stanford trio. All three of them are absolute monsters. <clears throat> with my next pip, pick, I'm going to take my former teammate, Aaron Bienenfelds. Um, he started off, you know, maybe a little bit slower than people expected, but he's really come around. You know, Jerry's training is really working. Aaron is an absolute beast. He's run here before. He was an All-American back in Stillwater in 2021 after running the 5K at indoors a couple days before. He was All-American there, too. Aaron's a gamer. I want Aaron on my team, so I had to take him. Great pick. I love the nostalgia that goes with it. Um, but that kind of opens the door for me to kind of take a look at this from a different perspective. I think now that I have both uh, Alex Mayer and Victor Kiprop, I one guy who I consider a very safe pick, and Victor Kiprop, who I could very see not running the smartest race, considering the history of how Alabama races at nationals. Um, so I do think I have to come back here with a safe pick, and that's why I was hoping Kai Robinson would somehow fall back to me here. But because of that, I'm going to go ahead and take Drew Bosley, kind of changing up my draft strategy a little bit. Bosley is a guy I have in my actual fantasy cross-country draft, so sticking him in my roster here, pretty happy with it. Uh, had a great race at the Mountain Regional, stuck right by Nico Young. I do expect Bosley to finish inside the top 10, so I'm comfortable taking him here. And we'll move to Andy at number 9 and 10. Who are you taking here, Andy? Yeah, uh, for... For that, I'm going to go my next pick, uh, Brian Fay from Washington. Um, I've kind of been a believer uh, since, I think it was the Stanford invite last year, that 5K where he ran 13-16. I think he closed in 54. Just a monstrous kick. Um, 
I've uh, I've been a believer in him ever since then, and he had a you know very solid race at regionals. Um, kind of, oh wait, no, he won his regional. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Yeah, he won his regional. I don't have enough notes on here, and I uh, yeah, that's enough for me. So I think let me go Brian Fay. Yeah, I'm I'm like crossing guys off the list as like you said. And then I'm going. I'm surprised no one said him so far. Actually, the uh, Dylan Jacobs. I think, uh, I mean, he's a monster. Got to give it to him after that, that 10K win um, in track. And uh, I think he fell in that race or something, too. Um, yeah, I think. And, and he, he's just had, he's run very, very well all season. So, yeah, I think he's where he needs to be to finish pretty high up. So, yeah, those are my picks there. Absolutely. He's one of the top returners. And by the looks of Christian, looks like he stole his next pick. Unfortunately for him, he wasn't getting there. I was taking him next if he did end up falling. Uh, <laughs> great pick, Andy. I'll give you credit for that. And this one really comes down to a few people for me. Um, just taking a look down the list, um, it's hard to pass on one of the guys. I'm sure Christian's going to take advantage and take here. We're going to go with another safe pick, though. We're going to go with Cole Sprout from Stanford. Uh, I do want to kind of get all the guys who I know are going to be up, right up in the front. I really like Sprout. He was my preseason number one. So we're going to combine Cole Sprout with Alex Mayer and Drew Bosley, grabbing three of the best guys on three of the best teams. And I feel like that's always been my strategy in fantasy cross country. So why ditch it now? Um, well, we're going to move on to Christian picking at number 12 here. You guys literally just took two of the guys that I was about to take. I was hoping you guys wouldn't take them, but I, I respect it. Um, I am going to take someone who I'm also surprised has fallen this far, Casey Klinger. I feel like he's Mr. Consistency. I mean, beast out of high school, two-time NXR champ. He really never misses. He was 13th here uh, in 2021. He He's just always in it. Like, you never see a race where Casey Klinger isn't at the front. And BYU is a monster team, and they're going to need a, a really solid top to performance for them to get that to win. For sure, for sure. Uh, I think Casey Klinger was a safe bet there. What about at 13? And that 13, I don't know if I would say he's just not talked about as much. I'm going to take Andrew Kent from Colorado. He had a really, really, really good Cowboy Jamboree. Um, you know, I think that he, um, I'm going to pull up the lactic. He's 10th in lactic rating. I am an absolute believer in lactic. I think it's great. And, you know, I think I need to take someone with a higher upside. He did really well at Pac-12. So I'm going to bank on that. I'm taking Andrew Kent. Great pick. I love that one. Um, definitely someone I would have liked to take a little bit later. Well, obviously, he's gone. So not someone I'm able to take. But this one's a no-brainer for me. I got to go Bob Lykin. Um, fourth place at Nuttycomb. Christian, you hit on it earlier. Nuttycomb was bas basically nationals without Oklahoma State there. And it's just going to be a different course. So whether or not Bob Lykin responds to this course, because he didn't race at the Cowboy Jamboree, so there's that risk kind of built into it. Um, but I am going to take liking in my number five spot. And we're going to move on to Andy picking his number five and number six runners. So we're starting to get to that critical point in the draft. Andy, who do you like here and why? Okay, yeah, I'm going to go with Parker Wolf from UNC. Uh, I think um, his, I was so impressed last year when he ran as well as he did as a true freshman at that meet. And I, I 
remember being just particularly really impressed this season with uh, his ACC meet. Um, and he got second in that. He um, got out kicked, but uh, just his last mile was just, it was just crazy. It was like, they ran like 419 or something for their last mile between them. And um, I, and just with how well he did last year as a true freshman, I mean, super young guy. He was probably 18 years old for that. I, I, uh, I got to see him doing really, really well. So um, after that, it's kind of like for my next pick, uh, another similar story. Um, Graham Blanks from Harvard. Uh, he, he was another one who finished way high up there as, as a true freshman. And I would say even that was more expect unexpected than Parker Wolf's finish was. And um, I, and I think, yeah, Graham Blanks won his regional also. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll go with those two. Yeah. You're definitely rolling with some regional winners. You got Rodriguez, Faye, and now you have Blanks. Yeah. Wolf came in second. Jacobs basically came in second. I, I'm not sure if he did in the actual results or not. Um, and then Hicks, he came in third, and he seemed to be really relaxed. So it seems like you're building a roster full of really guys who throw themselves in the front of the pack, and that's never a bad thing to do. And here comes the shakeup. I'm going to go ahead and draft my woman here, be the first one to do it. I like the five I have. We're going to grab Parker Balby. She's going to be my tiebreaker here. I don't think it's very close. I think Balby's going to run away with this one. Uh, I could foresee Caitlin Tui winning because she is Caitlin Tui. And my other pick here, um, if I was the last one taking a woman, would have been Natalie Cook. Um, I love that home course advantage. She's a strong freshman. No one's expecting her to do much. So I, I like that upset potential. Um, but if you're gonna let me take Valby at sixth pick, I'm definitely gonna jump on that one. And that gives uh the pick to you, Christian. Who are you taking at six and seven? So I'm gonna stick with the guys. Um, I'm looking for possible upside here. You know, I, I think that there's a lot of really good guys on the board, and so with my next pick, I'm gonna take the guy with the coolest name in cross country right now, Acer Iverson, Graham Blank's teammate. Um, Iverson had a really good race at Nutty Comb. He's not at uh, Heps and Regionals, still at good races. Super sweet name. That's that's the biggest reason his name is super cool. He's very fast. Um, and then with my next pick, awesome story of someone you know coming back is uh, Carter Solomon from Notre Dame, the one who hawked down Parker Wolf. That that video is crazy. That final straight was awesome. Um, Notre Dame's an absolute powerhouse program. He's having a phenomenal season, and so I think he's a sleeper pick to finish really, really, really high, like top five possibly. He has a great day. For sure. Now I kind of wish I didn't go with Valby because I'm not sure if you would have even went her there. Um, I definitely wanted to get – dang, that really is tough. That makes me have to think a little bit more. Definitely wanted to get Carter Solomon. I really thought he'd fall there. But with that being said, got to find someone else. I got to go to my notes because I honestly expected Carter Solomon to fall there. When I, when I said that, the look on your face, you were like, oh, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> And this one's a tough one. I'm scrolling down and definitely still good people available. And it comes a question of high upside or safe. And taking a look at my roster, I feel like I've gone pretty safe. So we're going to go with someone who I think is going to finish towards the front. Um, someone that might people might not expect. I'm going Victor Shitsama from Oklahoma State. Give me my number two uh, cowboy here. Big on Victor Shitsama. Would not be surprised to see him finish in the top five. Because if you do remember, he came in third place at 
the Cowboys Jamboree earlier this year, knocking off some of the biggest names in the sport. Now, he has not looked like himself since, but I'm going to roll the dice anyway. I love Victor Shitsama, and I think he's going to have a very good Nationals meet at his home course. And, Andy, we're going to turn it back to you. For your last two picks of the draft, um, looking like one of these is going to have to be a female runner, so who are they going to be? Yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to go with Liam Murphy uh, from Villanova, another regional winner. Um, he's been someone that I've sort of been watching for years now because I, I don't know if you guys remember this, this video, but, like, so he, as a junior at the um, New Jersey Indoor State Meet, he, like, randomly took his PR from 914 down to 854 for 3200. And outkicked uh, Devin Hart, who was like just like gonna be the clear favorite in that on like a flat 200 meter track. They both run 854, and, um, I, and so like I just I looked at his career and like his mile split and stuff, and I was like, man, what is going on here? And I found out like the kid like I don't know like maybe he played soccer or something or like didn't start running until like a little later and like something like that. And he um has ended up since then running really, really well, like um, having some very good races uh, in college so far. Um, he's broken four. I think he's run 359. Um, and he's still, I think that was as a true freshman. I think he's like really young still. He he might be like a soft, like a, yeah, you know, he's probably. I think, junior, honestly, I think yeah. he's a sophomore. I think you're right. In terms, at least as far as cross country goes. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sophomore. And, uh, I uh I like those regional winners. One thing about like watching like high school like state meets and stuff is like anytime some some like kid pops off and wins the regional meet or finishes way high up, it, it's never it never seems to be a fluke. It, it always seems to mean something. I, that that that's one thing I've kind of noticed. So yeah, Liam Murphy. It's uh, I I'm I've been really impressed with him. And then. Yeah, so I'll go with a female pick now. Um, I'm going to go with Caitlin Tuohy, uh, which actually is my pick to win the women's race. Um, I I think she's just kind of a monster, and I think that the way the course is is going to um, benefit her. I think she's just got a lot of strength. Um, she's super mentally tough. I think extremely not a knock on Parker Valby whatsoever, but... Um, yeah, so there you go. Yeah, Tui's very strong. Uh, definitely wouldn't be surprised, like I said, to see Tui win. And I like the Liam Murphy pick. Not someone I expected to be taken today, but certainly an interesting pick. And it is interesting hearing some of his backstory. So maybe it'll work out. Uh, but with my last pick, I'm kind of tied between a few guys and thinking about a few things to do. Um, I know Christian's got to take a woman here, so I have the last chance at a men a male competitor, and I'm between a few. I'm looking at Nicholas Gutter um, from Charlotte. Uh, Zach Fascioni from Wake Forest would be a beautiful pick here. Michael Power from Tulsa. Justine Abdallah from Tennessee. Just a few guys I'm looking at, but I'm going to go take it safe. I'm going Joey Noakes from BYU. I'm going to go with one or more of my fantasy cross-country guys. Probably should take Scudder here, um, with all disclosure, but I like Noakes. Um, he finished, I think, 14th at the Cowboy Jamboree earlier this year, and that's that's something I'm valuing a lot. If you've seen this trend in my draft, I think it's important to run well on this course. I think Noakes is the second best runner on that BYU team, if not Christian Allen. So we'll roll with him. We'll pass over Power, Abdallah, Fashioni, and 
Scudder, and we'll pass the draft over to Christian for the last pick of the draft. So uh, with my woman, I'm going to take Mercy Chilangot of Alabama. She's finished second to both Parker Valby and Caitlin Tui. Uh, honestly, I think one of you guys, Caitlin Tui or Parker Valby, is going to win, but I do need someone. You never know. It's a hard course. Upsets happen. Maybe I come out on top. We'll see. Probably not, but you never know. <laughs> and last time we were here, though, Mercy Chilangot won her lone NCAA cross-country championship here in Stillwater during the COVID-19 championship. She took down her teammate um, in a really good race, so she's proven before she can race here, she can win here, um, which is certainly something we should not ignore. Personally, would have gone Natalie Cook. Like I said, home course advantage um, is huge for me. But take a look at the rosters. I like these rosters we have. Christian, you went Nico Young and Kai Robinson for your one and two. Those are probably the two safest, well, that's the safest one two punch there is out of the three of us. Uh, Bienfield, Cleaner, Kent, Iverson, and Solomon make up the rest of your roster. I love that roster. Really good picks across the board. Like I said, I wanted Solomon. I was looking to Iverson. Um, and I obviously wish I could have almost everybody else. Uh, Andy, you like your team too, went Charles Hicks number one, and then you kind of went unconventional. You definitely took some guys I didn't expect to go as early as I thought, but when you start explaining them, I understand, I see where you're coming from and kind of make, make me take another peek at my own fantasy cross-country team. Uh, I say I rate Rodriguez from Oklahoma State at the home course advantage. Brian Fay, who I think earned that third pick selection. Um, Dylan Jacobs, Parker Wolf, great finds in the fourth and fifth round. Graham Blanks and Liam Murphy to round out your team, along with Caitlin Tui. Guys, I think we have a really good fantasy cross-country uh, few rosters here going. I'm definitely going to chart it at the end. We're going to see who wins. Um, that's the competitor in me. Um, but hopefully I pull it out. <laughs> um, but I will say I have two questions, one for each of you. First one for Andy. Um, I do this for every guest. Who do you think is going to win the men's championship in the individual and team battle? Um, we're going to chart all this, and you're actually going to be the last guest I have before the championship to make their picks. So looking forward to seeing who you take. Uh, who do you have on the men, uh, individual side? Yeah, um, I'm going to go with Alex Mayer. I, I really wish I had the chance to pick him for my for my uh, roster there. Uh, he's my favorite male athlete in the NCAA right now. I uh, I think he's a monster. I, I I'm I'm a I'm a real like I really like a good backstory. And so uh, you guys probably know like how, how this is with him. He he ran 8:52 as a sophomore in high school and never broke nine after that. Struggled for the rest of his high school career and really for a lot of his freshman year at Oklahoma State he wasn't didn't seem to be running great and then all of a sudden he just starts running amazing like finishes 17th in ncaa cross country as a as a true sophomore that was sort of his like coming out party was 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 that day and then he you know goes and runs solid times on the track but then as a junior last season he runs 356 746 um 1326 and then um uh gets second at um in the in the 10k at uh at after nationals and um he uh he just he's got this look in his eyes kind of when he when he when, when he like is, starts his kick or like it's just like i've never seen hate in someone's eyes like that before like honestly i, I mean it, it is a really good shot of it um with like 200 to go 
um, in the 10K this last spring. It's just, it's unreal. That look is, I mean, man. I, so, yeah, there you go. I, and also, obviously, you've got that combined at the home course advantage. I, 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 uh, he, he's my pick this year. And then um, team-wise, uh, I guess I'm going to go Stanford. Um, it, it, it's, it's a hard one between, like, Stanford, BYU, uh, NAU, and, like, Oklahoma State. It, it's, it's tough. But um, I'm going to go with Stanford. I think, uh, I think their, their guys are as legit as it gets. I mean, the, what they did at Pac-12s was insane. Cause, just because, um, I mean, a, a, good, a good gauge that I used for that is they put five in front of Vinny Mari um, <laughs> at Pac-12s. Which is, I, I mean, that's crazy. To think that a runner like that wouldn't score for that. That's, that's unbelievable. Yeah, there you go. Keeping it with the Ohio guys, I love it. But yeah, Vin, Vincent Mari has had a great season. For him not to be in the top five is incredible. If Stanford does what they did at Pac-12s, I know I said I'm picking BYU. They're not beating Stanford. Um, Stanford will be the team to beat um, if they run like they did at Pac-12s, and they're going to win the title. And then it's good to hear you picked Alex Merritt. That's who I'm leaning as of now. I think he's the most talented in the field. He has the backstory, like you said, and uh, he has the home course advantage which you cannot look over and then christian we're gonna stay on the theme of fantasy cross country for the last question today before i let you guys go looking at your own fantasy cross country team that you have in our league um you did make a move in the middle of the year you traded parker wolf to me in exchange for zach Faconi, fascioni excuse me and thomas boyden i'm gonna be honest i think you might end up winning that trade because of how close fascioni and wolf are the rest of your team sam gilman aaron las Herreras, josh metner uh, Carl Thiessen, Creed Thompson, Luke Combs, and Isaiah Story, along with Seth Hirsch. Somehow that team didn't find its way into the Fancy Cross Country Championship, so you are in the toilet bowl. Christian, tell me right now, do you think you are going to be in the punishment, or do you think you're going to win the toilet bowl? What's happening? I, I think I'm going to not be in the punishment. <laughs> I think the guys I have a team are big-time gamers. You know, we had some little inconsistencies. I lost some. I lost several really close matchups. That's the the worst part, but that's how cross country goes, you know. Some guys, people don't, people, people don't run, things like that. But hey, I'm feeling good. I got a bunch of ballers on my team, so I'm feeling good about it. I ranked you number one in the preseason poll. I really thought your team was going to pull it out. I still think you have one of the better teams, but like you said, you lost a lot of very close races, and that was evident this past weekend. Losing a matchup, you had to win to have a chance to get in, and uh, just didn't come to fruition. Losing by about three points again. I think it's the third time you've lost by three points. Just hasn't gone your way. But other than that, I'm looking forward to the Fantasy Cross Country Championships. But that's all we got for you guys today. Uh, Andy and Christian, thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time uh, talking cross country and uh, getting to draft a team. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to Saturday watching the race. Should be a good one. For sure. I'm going to keep track of our teams for sure, see how they pan out. But other than that, uh, thank you all for joining us today, and we will catch you guys next time outside the Ogles.